I mentioned some of this at the last Board of Assets meetings, and I'm not going to repeat all of it, but I want to uh, review that when the Wisconsin Legislature met in January of 1921, the La Follette Progressives, then technically the Republican Party, uh, which had uh, had almost uh, 115 of the 133 seats that were in the Assembly and the State Senate, went to work and broke ground on a whole number of laws. They'd already worked on child labor laws, they'd worked on protection of workers and consumers, and they'd ushered in an area, an era of clean government in Wisconsin. In March, they completed work on one of their great reform efforts, which was 10 new sections added to the statutes known as the Budget System for Cities, Chapter 25, 65. Within two years, Madison had adopted the Board of Estimates, and as the years passed, the legislature on occasion amended the chapter, and the city would modify its ordinances, but always maintaining a Board of Estimates chaired by the mayor. Now, uh, we have a proposal to, to change that. When you look at reform in government and you look at change in structure, it's almost always preceded by lengthy public discussion and citizen-led discussions about the structure, the form, and the responsibilities of elected officials. Here in Madison, We've had those discussions in the past. They have affected whether or not we should have a mayor or a city manager. They've affected the size of the city council, the term of office for the mayor. And it's not much different than what happens in other parts of the state. Well, we've had one, and now we're embarking on a second major change that affects the city council without public discussion, conceived secretly and designed to stop open analysis of the problems and the issues we're faced with. There are three types of city councils structures in the United States. There is the full-time city council. There is the part-time city council. And then there is the council that works, in effect, for an honorarium. There is the city council that is compensated for their lost time, for their inconvenience, for their travel expenses. That is the kind of city council we have had in Madison for decades. And as salaries and role of council have been analyzed over the years, we keep going back to that. Now, at one point in the last couple of decades, a decision was made to raise council salaries commensurate with inflation as reflected by the compensation for all city employees. That changed in 2014 with the adoption of the 2015 budget. From the time of introduction until the time of adoption, Mark Clear introduced, along with his colleagues, an amendment to the budget 
increasing salaries over 50 percent. In those 10 days, there was no opportunity for the neighborhood associations, for the community groups, for the city boards and, 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 and committees, for the 240,000 people in the city of Madison to have any input or any analysis of the kind of city council we should have. Now, for the second time in two years, we are seeing another Mark Clear proposal designed to thwart public involvement in public discussion. This is a proposal to change the authority and power regarding the budget here in the city of Madison. If you go back and you look at the committee meeting where this took place, the agenda, you will find no mention of it, nothing identifiable. When it was announced a week and a half ago, the idea was to adopt it within 60 days, the soonest under Madison ordinances that a separate independent item could be introduced and adopted. No consideration and no concern as to its impact on city agencies. No hearing from the public in terms of discussion. As I've indicated in the past, I welcome open and honest government in Madison. But I think we've had it enough with Mark Clear and his stealth legislation, his callousness towards the people of this city, and his disregard for the kinds of government they may want. Since 1980, Madison's population's grown over 70,000. By the 2020 census, we're going to be in the category of cities of 250,000 and larger. It is time to give examination and public discussion to all of this. I'm working on a proposal which will be sent to the City Council for full public review and input, suggesting we look at a myriad of issues for a city our size and the kinds of challenges we have. When we talk about powers and authority, we have to understand all of the consequences. We have to look at issues like the division of authority between the council city staff and the mayor. We have to look at the powers and duties of the mayor in terms of authority over department heads and division heads. We have to look at the committee system and the use of city residents as participants. We have to look at the frequency and time of day of council and committee meetings the size and cost of council staff, the impact of any state laws on decisions that are made, 
we have to look at its impact on equity and access for all people. There are advantages. There are advantages if we go with a full-time council as opposed to a council that is working on an honorarium or is part-time. All of these are considerations in which the public must participate and which ought to be decided as in the past by referendum. So there's two paths we can follow here. We can follow the path of devious behavior and secrecy as led by Mark Clear, Dave Ahrens, and the Secret Six. Or we can open up a full discussion understanding all the consequences with a citizen, public-led discussion as it ought to be. I'll be glad to take any questions. Now, last time we did this, everyone said there's no questions. Everybody started packing up, and then somebody asked a question, and then we all got unpacked again. Just to be clear, no pun intended, that you're saying that his proposals are stealth government. Well, if you look at the agenda of the meeting, that it was conceived and reported out, if you look at the secrecy there, if you look at the rush job, where they wanted to get it adopted in mid-May, and the time sequence when these kinds of matters get thorough public discussion in, in other cities. I think it's just a fraud for people to come forward and claim that they are uh, democratic, they're open, they want diversity, and then they pull a stunt like this depriving the people of the city the kind of thorough examination that you see so often in other cities when you look at these kinds of structural changes. Are there any specific, um, I mean, I understand that you want this to go to a full public review, but are there specific changes that you think could be made that would be useful? I'm really open uh, in, in terms of this discussion. Um, take, for example, the three different forms for a city council. I can see uh, compelling arguments and benefits uh, for, for all three. Um, and then I look at issues like with a full-time city council, most committee meetings are then during the day and the disadvantages that that has in terms of access to, to community people. Full-time city councils also have committee systems that generally don't have extensive citizen members. Um, I, I think we've got to deal with those kinds of issues. Also, as the authority and the position of the council changes, it impacts the role of the mayor. And of course, the Secret Six, led by, by, by Clear and Aaron's, never looked at any of those issues when they made their recommendations. The other thing, I think this is very critical uh, in terms of our discussion about looking to other cities for models, is this. We have an unusual form in Wisconsin 
going back to, to 1921 and the role of the Board of Estimates as, as adopted by those progressives. Our state and our city has had an exemplary record in regards to the challenges we've seen elsewhere in the nation involving corruption, dishonesty, and those kinds of, of problems. We should be looking at our own system as a model as we examine others. We may have the best system here in the country. Do you think um, that there is a good balance between the, the, the council and the mayor of, of power, or do you think one is stronger than the other? I don't know that they can be defined in, 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 in general terms. In certain areas, um, there, 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 there may be more authority in one area than another. But I mean, are we a strong mayor form of government? Well, strong mayor forms of government, generally the mayor has a cabinet. We don't have a cabinet here. Department heads and division heads don't come and go with mayors. Um, in those forms of government, the legislative body has very little limited access to staff. On the other hand, uh, here in Madison, uh, most city offices are, are completely uh, open to, to, to city council members. And so that's uh, one way of looking at it. Another issue that's come up is the question of city council staff. Um, I'm not sure what the answer is there. We saw a precedent a couple of years ago with the, the hiring of an additional person for the council. Maybe part of the solution is for more staff people for the city council. Anything else? All right, let me just repeat, since we had a couple of people arrive late. Uh, I think there's, there's really two functional questions here. First is secrecy in government that deprives input from the public in major decisions about our structure and how we work. We saw one atrocious form of that when we adopted the 2015 budget uh, in November of 2014 where in one fell swoop with less than 10 days from submission to adoption, we changed the form and the structure of the city council, going from a council that operated on the philosophy of an honorarium and that it was not a job where people were to make money to being a part-time job. No public discussion. No opportunity for public input. And now we see the second leg of that uh, those kinds of changes coming from the Secret Six, coming from Mark Clear and Dave Ahrens as they bring in a proposal that they were going to rush through in 60 days. Then there's the question of the content. And in that regard, as I've indicated, I'll be coming in with a resolution broadly looking at all of these issues goes to the City Council, the City Council, the public will have an opportunity to, to, to set the agenda and decide whether or not this city wants to examine everything ranging from salaries to authority 
to size of the council and, and, and those kinds of issues, as well as ongoing citizen participation. Okay, thank you very much.